Welcome back everyone to Say More. This is Kim, the host of Say More and the founder of My Mind. This is season two and we're talking about everything that's alternative healing. It's all about the mind, the energy, the mindset, anything and everything that you've still not known. Today with me, I welcome Melissa Amos. Melissa is got amazing story. She's got this entire, she's going to share with us everything about guided inspiration, about Reiki, about uh, why do we need to access our Akashic records so that you can live a soul-led life. Melissa, welcome to Say More. So hi, Kim. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for showing up. I know it's very different timings out here. So thank you for joining us on a Friday. Afternoon here. Which part of the world are you joining in from, Melissa? I am from um, England, just outside London, which you may hear from my accent. Ah, lovely. A lot of my friends are from the UK, so that feels like comforting right now. (laughs) I have been to Dubai once, once upon a time, um, but only for a few days. (laughs) The next time you come, you know you need to ping me. I will. (laughs) Melissa, where did it all start? Let's take us on your journey. That is a big question. Where does it all start? Um, You know, I think for me, like most people, I was, um, you know, very much in the world and of the world and um, understanding that I had to get up every morning and go and do my job and do my work and then come home and have something to eat and watch whatever everyone was watching on TV and go to bed and then reset in the morning and start again. And... I, you know, I always had an interest in the mind and psychology and how our mind influences us and the the kind of um, plasticity of the mind, because my grandmother was a healer, really, of her time. She was a hypnotherapist and a thought therapist, which is the tapping. And we'd often um, speak of things and she would take me through hypnotic journeys and she really helped me with a lot of the quite mundane things in life, you know, with my exams and with, you know, if I was feeling unconfident about something or um, she once helped me when I started to develop this weird fear of flying. Um, so I was always fascinated with what else there is. And then one day I was having a massage, which I had because I was super stressed and I was in a really stressy job, and I, you know, hard back and I was having this massage and this girl put her hands on my head and I felt this feeling like I'd never felt before and it was as if my head had just filled up with this most wonderful peace and then whoosh it emptied and I thought what was that Mm. I need that in my life and that started me on this journey of what else what else what else well that's beautiful I mean maybe we we enjoy massages because it does release the energy mm-hmm. but you think you being exposed to healing at such a young age you perceived it and you felt it more differently the massages I always enjoyed for that connection and the physical thing but this whatever it was that she well, I know what she did but in that moment when she put her hands and her hands weren't even touching me, her hands were hovering a few inches above my head. And this feeling that I, could, I couldn't even describe, I, 
and I when I asked her what it was she went oh it was Reiki mm. I thought okay I'd let the, you know tell me more and yes maybe I was open to it but I've since learned because I've since that time which was some years ago I have I trained in Reiki I now and then different aspects of Reiki and I now teach Reiki and I've since learned that you don't need the belief because even on that moment I didn't have an expectation or a belief because I didn't even know she was going to do it she just put her hands there at the end of this massage where I was relaxed but for me what it was is okay before that I was quite even with the neuroplasticity of the mind thing I was quite kind of scientific I wanted the proof. I wanted to know. I wanted to understand the whys and the wheres and the hows these things worked. And after I'd experienced it and then quite quickly began to train in it and felt this energy move through my hands, it just led me on to this journey of discovery of, well, if I can feel this and I can't really talk about it, I can't really comprehend it, um, mm -hmm. but I can feel it. And I can feel how it's changed me. And then as I lay my hands on other people, as like I can feel the and understand the influence it's having on them, then what else in this world have I closed myself off to? And that's where it will be. The question is such an open-ended, inviting question, right? That the minute you ask what else, what else, what else, it's it's an invitation to the universe, to to people to start coming in and, you know, bringing that into our awareness. Very, very interesting, Melissa. So, so Melissa, you mentioned in, you know, in the questionnaire that you filled out that there are so many different things that you practice apart from Reiki and being a master Reiki teacher. Uh, tell me a little bit more about, you know, the guided soul connection, reading Akashic records. Why is it important that people, not really important, but why would people choose and when is the best time for them to choose to access their records? Okay, so... If I, if I give you a few steps up, what I began to learn was that everything really in our life is influenced by vibration. And maybe the reason why Reiki works is Reiki runs on this vibration of uh, life force, of love. And as we meet wherever we are in our journey, if we meet it with love, it can help to lift whatever that vibration is. And when I talk about vibration, if we can open up to the understanding that everything is a vibration, whether that is the physical skin on my body, whether that is an emotion that I have, whether that have, is a belief that I have, whether that is something that I want, yeah, this whole manifestation thing, whether this is something that I want, that also a desire that also has a vibration. And what I began to learn through my journey and through this questioning of what else is, okay, my job, my mission, my soul, is talking to me and it's it's pulling me in this journey of raising that vibration mm. right. Beautiful. and so this led me to understanding okay well what sits in me which is low in vibration yeah mm. which is heavy which is causing me to maybe behave in ways that aren't true to me like truly true to me um, or that are leaving me feeling distracted or, um, you know, low, if you want to call it that way. 
And again, there was many modalities that came my way. And then one day, about six years ago, I think it was, I heard about the Akashic Records and mm. wholly pricked up and I was like, what is this? And what I learned about it is that it is this place where your soul not resides, but where your soul resides over. And so everything that we have done as a, as a human, yeah, in this life and in any incarnations we have had previously are held in this etheric space. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you want to go even bigger than that, it's all of our beliefs and our cultural influences and our collective influences and all those things that are either us or that we have taken on as us are held in this, if you like, library of information. And so you ask, well, why would you want to go in there? Right. How does it serve one, you know, walking that whole path? Okay. So I think the first thing that's important to know is actually, what did I say? This place holds all of our beliefs, all of our actions, all of our uh experiences all of the things we've ever thought said did had wanted is all here in this field and so you can think that even now as we're having this conversation or for the listeners as they're listening to this conversation that there is a record being written and not only is it the words that we are saying but it's also how you are hearing that and then the thoughts that come up behind what you are hearing the narrative that sits in this is all being typed away if you like (laughs) by this you know um you know like they have in the courts they're typing away everything that's happened and perhaps you can open up to the concept that where we are now and who we are now and the way we behave now and the way we think now is influenced in some way it meant in a big way by what happened to us in the past. Truly, truly so. So where I am now, and even for everyone listening, how this conversation is landing with you, you'll hear things that I'm not actually saying because you're hearing things through the lens of your own mind. And, oh, I agree with that. I don't agree with that. Like, where does all that come from? Okay. So our present reality now is is always influenced by who we've been and what we've seen and what we know. Yeah. If I take that a step further, if you think about where we're going and we talk um, about manifestation, we talk about the law of attraction, we talk about setting goals, we talk about where we're going, we talk about living this soul led life. Yeah. If, if where we are now is influenced by the past, where we are going is influenced by our now, right? Yeah. So I said to you, well, we can actually access this place which holds all of that stuff. Remember, it's what you've experienced. It's not what's true. It's not what you, what you are being called to. It's what's happened and what beliefs you have built up around yourself around what's happened you know we can have a relationship with somebody for example and we get let down and Mm -hmm. from there we hold that belief well I can never trust again true big belief 
Um, and that might not be true for where we are now, but it's true for us. That's wonderfully explained, you know, because Melissa, there has been um, a lot of ambiguity with different, like you very correctly said, the way the message is received and how you filter it is based on your own experience. But a lot of times people think that uh, accessing your Akashic records is about accessing the future, not about looking at it and saying, you know what, what's the data, what's the information that has been fed into my system, my you know, belief system, my mind, my consciousness, that maybe if I know that I change my current and then I change my future. Exactly. Exactly. Now, it's, it's interesting with the records because it's such a vast field and it's very much based on our, our vibration. And you can speak to 100 different people who work in this field and you'll probably get 100 different answers about things. For me, it's understanding, like my whole thing is about how do I live a life that is connected to my soul and so connected to my joy? Because I think mm -hmm. they, I'm, I'm not, yeah. Yes. Um, it's a sign that you are leading a soul-led life, right? Exactly. Experience that joy. May I just share this with you? Uh, mm -hmm. You know, probably five and a half, six years ago, when I started my spiritual journey, like professionally, my teacher would say, Erin Kurt, that's you. Uh, she would keep saying, Melissa, find joy in your life. And I'm like, when did I experience joy? My promotion, when I had my baby, when I got married, and I didn't understand that. Mm -hmm. Because truly so, and I think that's for a lot of people, you know, like you, you started the conversation, you get up, you go to work, you, you know, enjoy different experiences, come back, watch what everyone's watching and repeat. And in that body led life, I didn't know what joy was. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, to share something, I do uh, an energy reading for all my clients with their higher self and Melissa, every single time the higher self will talk about joy, 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 joy. It's like the same message for a hundred different people, but that word always sticks. So yes, thank you for reinforcing, reiterating that. <laughs> Go ahead. You're welcome. And, th and this is the truth that our soul wants us to get to joy. However, our human and our experience that we're having here isn't always up there. And sometimes we are there in these kind of um, lower, and I don't mean they're worse, they're just in vibration, they're lower energies, the shame, the guilt, you know, the anger, the, the apathy, there's, there's a hundred different um, emotions we can talk about. Um, and they're based on real experiences that we've really had. And it's not like I can just go, oh, well, yeah, today I want joy. So I'm going to, I'm going to get it because it's, a, it's, a feeling I do think it's a choice but it's not that easy always but what we can do is we can start to track back and go okay here's where I am I find myself that I have this narrative running through my mind that I cannot trust somebody or that I'm I'm you know in some form of poverty mindset or I find it hard to connect with people or whatever it is you know again this could be anything and chances are there's something that's happened, whether in this life or more likely in um, incarnations before or through your cultural or ancestral line, we hold that as well, mm -hmm. that might hold the answer to this. And so there might have been something that happened once upon a time where you were told, no, you're not good enough. 
or don't be silly. You know, you hear it with teachers, they say, or your parents, like, don't be silly or don't do that or know your place. And as a three, four-year-old, you hold that and go, okay, well, I better not act out in that way because that's not right and that's not proper. And so we start to create behaviours around that initial belief. And it's the behaviours that we are, um, which are actions that we're taking, which hold a heavier record, if you like, against that one belief. And so by the time I get to here, I've now had... 10,000 experiences that prove to me that I'm exactly. and so we can and often when you talk about this body led we can sometimes come in and go okay well I'm going to change my thoughts and therefore I'm going to change my actions and that's going to make me feel better or the low the step down from that I'm going to make myself feel better by name your vice yeah mm-hmm. and this can come into food drugs alcohol um depress antidepressants work (laughs) sex like it it can be anything like name your vice we do something to try and make that feel better and it's probably not going to work we can then step up and look at okay well how do I change my thoughts if I change my thoughts I change my things so we sit there with these affirmations going I am free and open then we're like oh why hasn't that worked because we're only stepping up one step and we haven't thought well where did my where did my thoughts come from they come from somewhere and they're coming from whatever vibration or resonance is most dominant in you. When you step into your Akashic field in those records, your dominant vibration is that of truth, of love, of soul, of where you truly are. And then from that viewpoint, you can look at, okay, well, hold on, here's a shadow, if you like, or here's a heavy energy. And ooh, look at that. This is where that belief was first installed in you. And look at what behaviors that brought up for you. And Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just going in and going, ah, that's interesting. That's not true for me now. This vow of I will never trust a person again. You're like, well, that's pretty heavy. Um, Maybe I don't need that anymore. And sometimes it's just looking at that nugget that goes, okay. And it just releases the energy. Yes, the behaviors have been there, but you have changed it at its source. And so then when you come back into the present, the thoughts that you have and the emotions that you have around connecting with someone have changed. And then guess what? You can start to create new behaviors and new patterns, which guess what? Lead you to a different result. Amazing. You've literally described a therapy session that I conduct, but I didn't know it was Akashic Records. (laughs) That's why we'd go into the subconscious, yeah. You know, invite the higher self and say, show me the source. Because like you mentioned, you know, Melissa, it's like that one, and sometimes it's not even a real wound. It's a perceived wound that a parent tells you, just be quiet for a moment. But the child, the subconscious goes like, be quiet. You are yeah. not enough. You're not, you're so stupid. You're this and you're that. And that's the perceived wound. And then every other time that same energy is attracting a manifesting of that belief yeah it's crazy right I mean um it's it's so easily explained but it's crazy how we turn 40 and 40 with all those different belief systems yeah because we are because we are always viewing the world from where we are and so and the world the, the universe is constantly proving our point because yeah. it's always reflecting back our vibration yeah. yes 
And so what our job is, and whichever modality you work is to, to get there, our job is to go, okay, here is where I am in vibration. And my job, my sole purpose is to lift my vibration. That is truly what I think we're all here for. And for some, that means getting to joy and enlightenment in this life. And for some, it's getting to acceptance or peace. Yeah, or bliss. Like, we're all there. Now, you, so you said that when you're doing sessions, um, you're coming to the same thing. So let me just explain a little about the Akashic Records and, and almost the difference. Because the truth is, yes, we're always working in the records um, because they're always there and they're always on. Um, and really, whenever we do any of this energy work, there's an influence happening there. And whenever we're going, right, let's go back to the root, you're kind of going in through, through another door, if you like. Um, for me, working, if we're actually consciously working in the Akashic Records, we are coming outside of time, if you like, and we are through ceremony or through prayer or through meditation or through other ways, we are literally opening the door into this space, which is, has no judgment, which has pure love, which has all of the answers to the questions that you've had, right? Now, the records are held by a series of, if you like, guides or teachers or what's often referred to as the lords and masters of the records. Mm -hmm. um, it's quite outdated terminology, isn't it? Um, but the, these uh, keepers, let's call them that, these keepers of the records, who hold this in sacredness. It's a very sacred space, because you can imagine, if I just decided, ah, oh, Kim, I'm interested in your life, I'm gonna pop mm -hmm. into your record and see what happened. There's mm -hmm. a whole lot of stuff that I could potentially find out and potentially mess up, right, mm -hmm. for you or influence. And so these keepers hold it in sacred space and they, they um, if you like, grant access to us through our vibration and through explicit permission. And then we can go in there with our right intention and say, okay, I am interested in understanding the why or the what or the where mm -hmm. of this. And so you go in with respect, with the correct vibration, um, with this correct intention. And any judgments that we have or anything that, or ego that we have around something, mm -hmm. um, we've kind of got to leave behind and just be open to the energy that is available to us. And then we can go in and access that record. How it works for me is the, the guides present me often a life or two or three. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes it's a metaphor and energy. Sometimes they just start blasting healing at us, which is mm -hmm. always lovely. Um, and so they present a life and go, okay, this is what happens. And for me, I'm often, I have no idea when it starts, what's going to happen. It just starts. It's like a, almost a video reel and things start mm -hmm. to run. And I'm just relaying that to my client. Um, but here's where it gets even more interesting. So where we get given this information that's given to me by the keepers of these records who know you so well. Why do they know you so well? Because they know all of those beliefs that sit underneath it. They know all of that running commentary. They've seen all of the stuff. And they know that you're always doing the best they can with what you've got. Always. 
And so they know where you are now and what information is helpful for you. So if I'm asking the right questions, they will give me the answer that you are ready for now. Um, mm. And that is going to bring that healing or that um, uh, change for you or that understanding for you now. And so they pass on this information and we receive that. And then what comes in is, okay, what do we need to do with that? Yeah. Because yes, exactly. This happened. And yes, it happened. And everything around it happened. And it happened. Mm. There's also other potentials and possibilities that can happen. And so we can often go into a ceremony or into a healing or into something that will help retrieve mm. or release or um, you know start to to pull out some of the energy I'm not one for changing records in that if this happened it happened and it happened um, there are teachers who talk about oh clear cancel release it and all of this stuff it's not really my thing but just because the record's there it doesn't make it stagnant it it's when they describe it as a library mm -hmm. that's where the analogy falls down for me because with a library the book is there and there's nothing we can do about it yeah. with this we can bring healing or understanding and we can start to make changes to the energy around what is scored in there for you that's beautiful and then we bring it back to the present mm. My gosh, amazing, amazing. I, I'm definitely going to connect and do, get an Akashic reading for me too. Um, Melissa, how do you help, you know, your clients? What is, uh, what are the things that you offer? What would you like, our, our, you know, our listeners and our viewers eventually to know about your work and how do they connect with you? So for me, I am all about helping you live a life that is led by soul. And as we've discussed, this is where we bring more joy in. Um, I do one-to-one -one sessions or series of one-to-one -one sessions, um, like mentorship programs, if you're interested. My, my baby, my main thing at the moment is I have a membership community called Soul Space where soul explorers from all around the world come and we learn and we discover and we get new skills and we do energy activations and we have a meditation library and most importantly we have this community where we can grow and discover and share together ask those questions that you don't know where else to ask and the friendships that have started from there are amazing and we cover from australia to England and everywhere in between. Um, not Dubai yet, actually, Kim. So <laughs> there's a space there for you. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, if you want to get in touch, I do have, um, if you want to learn more about how to hear that voice of your soul, which is the start of all of this, mm. whether we're going in the Akashic Records, we're doing psychic work, intuitive work, guidance work, just self-work, it's how do we receive that information? And I do have a free gift available, which is on my website, which is melissa-amos forward slash free hyphen gift. I am very creative. Um, and you can download a short meditation that will help you understand how your soul speaks to you and how to just awaken that or turn it up a little more.
Beautiful, beautiful. I'm going to read out all your contact information. And for everyone listening in or watching in, all that information is in the show notes. So let me just share that with you. Melissa's uh, website is www.melissa, that's M-E-L-I-S-S-A hyphen Amos, A-M-O-S dot com. You can even go to exactly what you mentioned is right after the website forward slash free hyphen gift and download that free connective meditation and the information to the support group. We'll have that. It's on Instagram, right? Um, Melissa Amos underscore soul sense. That's S-O-U-L-S-E-N-S-E. Wonderful. Wonderful. Melissa, you've even written in one of the, you know, in our questionnaire, your love for, you know, your go-to technique of alignment is through crystals and cards. Tell us a little about that. How do you align yourself? Oh, I love crystals. I love cards. For me, I understand that everything is a vibration. And if there's something that I can do to shift me from the vibration that I am now um, Mm -hmm. to a higher one, I'm I'm all ears so if you could see around me I mean those watching on the the on YouTube can see a little uh, amethyst that's an amethyst little amethyst church um just there next to a crystal grid that's just sitting there behind me um so how do I work with crystals well I wear them a lot and as I'm wearing them here's an important hack don't just pop your crystals on Tell the crystals what job they're doing for you today. Mm. So today I have my elements, fire, um, water, earth and air um, to bring balance into that. And then a shungite for protection. So my crystals know what they're doing. And as I bring them into my, onto my body, they are influencing my energy body, which mm. are helping me feel better. This one takes the hit if, uh, you know, if there's any kind of, weird stuff flying around yeah um so crystals are a massive part of my of my life and I'll meditate with them um talk to them all sorts of those things um my next best love is uh my cards tarot angel cards oracle cards and this is where I turn to if I need some guidance that is quick and easy and visual and I will simply take my cards found them out and then ask the question that I need to know and I just do that what do I need to know today um and the card that it's given me today is El Moria um this is this is what we're talking about yeah mm-hmm. this there's everything the, the universe is always listening and the universe is always there for you and yes you sometimes need that protective layer to understand what's yours and and what else there is but look for love always come back to love and even when you're hard upon yourself or if you're feeling a little low or you're not where you want to be and somebody else is if you meet it with love the solution will come always that's so beautiful that's the part I'm going to clip off and put it in the socials. That is so beautiful, Melissa. Such a beautiful statement. I think we've all forgotten the, uh, you know, the understanding of love. Everyone looks at love as 
a relationship, you know, with somebody, with the spouse, with the husband, boyfriend, somebody, and it's not right. It's it's that frequency. It's yeah. a frequency of functioning, and it's always there, and it's and it's it's up to us to tap into that or not. And love doesn't come from somebody else. Yes, you can give love and you can receive love, but love is a frequency. A lovely thing for the viewers to look at if they've not seen is the David Hawkins um, vibrational scale. Yeah. And, it yeah, and it shows the different vibrations. And it's so interesting to understand some of the, the emotions that we feel are the order that you might put them in, if I was mm -hmm. to say, put them from low to high, might be quite different to the reality of what they are. And you can see how as we start to aim for joy or aim for love or welcome that in, that we can move through. But sometimes it's hard to go from all the way down here to all the way up here in one go. Sometimes we need to just move through. Um, for me, that was one of the biggest life lessons that we are just a series of vibration. Sounds romantic, doesn't it? But we are just a series of vibration and it is within our control and within our consciousness too, and within our destiny, really, right? It, this choice. Is, it's yeah. within the choice as well, right? It's exactly. And sometimes we need to go back and help lift, give ourselves a helping hand. We can't just necessarily affirm our way out of something. We certainly need to meet it with love. We meet it with kindness. We meet it with compassion. And because then the lower energy is being met with a higher energy, the law of resonance is that the lower energy will have to lift to the dominant one. That's how it works. And that's what we do in every moment. Beautifully explained. Well, thank you so much, Melissa. I have loved every second of our conversation. I totally resonate with the soul-led life because, um, you know, I can remember my life, which was body-led and what I would think was mind-led. And it seems like, like it was a different lifetime. Yeah. You know, it seemed like a different lifetime, the lack of joy, not understanding joy, the exhaustion, the tiredness, the irritability, all of that was the vibrations, the emotions, the experiences that went along with that versus, you know, stepping into that awareness every day and saying, hey, what does my soul want to do? Um, Melissa, before we go, a very, uh, you know, the, the podcast is called Say More. What, in your opinion, should people be saying more about? Oh, that's a lovely question. You know, I think people should be, could be saying more about how wonderful they are. Oh. Because we live in such a society where it's like, oh, play it down. Oh, don't, you know, mm. put your head above the, the, above the clouds. And we are, you know, quite often putting ourselves down. And if we don't love ourselves and if we don't believe in ourselves, um, it's very hard for other people to do that too. And sure. so... That's what I would suggest. What does my heart want me to know today? What does my soul want me to know today? What does my higher self want me to know today? So if you truly, truly ask those questions and write them down or talk to your friend about it or go into a nice community and talk about it, um, those things start to land in your body and you start to hear them. Your cells go, oh, she loves me. 
she loves me. Then you start to write a new record. Then you start to create opportunities for you to move you into a different state. So say more about how wonderful. Oh, that is beautiful. That is so beautiful. Uh, Melissa, thank you so much. I don't want to let you go, but I'd love to have you back. And then we get into other elements of the soul and energy and everything else. Always. Everyone tuning in, write a note, reach out to Melissa. Wonderful conversation and say more about how wonderful you are. Until the next time, have a fabulous day, morning or evening. Talk to you all soon.